Welcome to another 10-minute takeaway with me, Dr. Nikki Ramskill, the female money doctor. I aim to pass on 10 minutes of wisdom to you about money to help you feel happy, confident, and in control. So that's enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another 10-minute takeaway. Now, this one is called Investing in a Crisis. And, well, it's important to talk about this because crisis can happen any time. And it doesn't have to be the current state of affairs. It could be at any point in life. And actually, investing in a crisis happens so regularly that savvy investors should know what to do when this happens because unfortunately all sorts of things go on in the world that can cause the stocks and shares markets to decline and if you know what you're doing in these markets then you don't have to worry you don't actually have to panic and you don't have to think that the world is ending and the sky is falling in like chicken licking does So what I'm going to talk about is what the rules, you know, what to do during a crisis situation um, and what to do with your investments, basically, Um, or whether or not you're actually going to start investing. That's the other thing, isn't it? You might be thinking about getting into the market, but actually when you see that there's a problem going on, it might not be something you are keen to get involved in until the crisis is over. And I'm going to tell you why that's not a good idea. So what I've um, did in the past is I read um, quite a variety of different books all about investing. And one of the ones that stuck out a lot to me was Tony Robbins' Unshakable. And he's got some really great pieces of advice in this book after interviewing lots and lots of very savvy, multi-millionaire type investors. So you can, you know that the, the information is sound, right? So what he's saying is when when the market falls by about 10%, in value, it's called a correction. So what he's saying is there will be these times where the market is overinflated and it will drop by a a small amount and that will correct itself and it will carry on going up again. If it goes by more than 20% or, you know, around that mark or more, it's called a bear market. And when a big crisis happens, like the 2008 um, crash um, and the, you know, the coronavirus outbreak, that becomes a bear market and that's when the market has lost a lot of its value. Um, And what he's saying in the book is that on average through history, this has happened every three to five years. Now, we've had quite a nice run of a bull market recently, which has gotten longer than five years. But actually, um, you know, averages are averages, aren't they? So we might find that we have a couple of these going forward. But over, over time, on average... It has been every three to five years. And one in five of these corrections, so one in five of these 10% corrections can turn into a bear market, but you just don't know which one of those is going to be. So I think from that, you can can gather that actually these corrections happen a lot, right? So how long has the stock market been going on for? You know, that's how many corrections and, and bear markets there have been. So it's expected. When you start investing, you have to expect that this is going to happen. So I'm going to tell you the rules now for what to do when this sort of thing happens, okay? So rule number one is don't sell. 
bear markets don't last. What Tony Robbins was saying in his book is on average, they last around a year. Now, obviously, that's different. Some some might be shorter than that. Some might be longer than that. We just, you know, you don't know how it's going to be, but they don't last. It will recover. So when you've got your money in investing, you should be doing it in the long term. The time when it's, you know, a problem is if you put money in that you need in the next, let's say, two, three years, and then suddenly the, the market drops just at that point where you want to take the money out. Investing is the idea behind investing is you don't touch it. So investing money that you actually need is not a good idea. OK, so that's the first thing. Um, and if you have a tendency to panic, if you're a, if you're a worrier, seeing the markets drop like this regularly means that you probably shouldn't be investing huge amounts of money in the stock market. And perhaps you should be tempering your investments with, uh, you know, things like bonds, which don't tend to drop as rapidly or as frequently. So what I would say is if you have a tendency to worry a lot, then make sure that you're not in, you know, you're not putting too much of your money into stocks and shares and flattening that that um, trajectory out of it. If you sell your, your shares in a crisis, you've made the losses real. I don't know if you've ever watched the Wolf of Wall Street, um, but there's a point right at the beginning where the guy's boss is saying that the stock market is like a, a fugazi, fugazi, like fairy dust. That's basically, that's true. You know, we the stock market is is based on the opinions of others of how well a company is doing or not and how much they're prepared to put money into a company or not. So when there is a crash because everyone gets you know worried and they start pulling their money out and you then pull your money out too you've gone and locked in those losses whereas if you just leave it and leave it be over time it will recover and then you haven't lost anything the people that took their money out in 2008 made a huge mistake because there were some really great gains to be had afterwards um and if you have a look at any kind of um table or any kind of graph from around that time, you'll see how over the years it has recovered and it's recovered really well and it has gone past where it was before. So don't sell in a crash. The next rule is don't try to stock pick or guess. So what I've seen a lot of is, oh, I don't want to start investing now because I want to wait for the the bottom of the market to, to hit. And then when the bottom of the market hits, that's when I'll start investing. Well, how do you know when that's going to be? How do you know when the bottom of the market's going to hit? Nobody knows. Nobody has a crystal ball. Nobody can work out what's going to happen. So trying to gamble and decide when the bottom of the market's going to be so you end up buying more shares for cheaper amounts of money is pointless. You might as well just get started. Um, the other thing as well is stock picking needs a lot of work. You need to understand the businesses that you're putting your money into and you need to understand what these businesses are doing going forward. There is no point in just picking randomly a couple of companies that you like the sound of because you don't know what's going to happen around the corner. And if you don't keep up with the business news, you may come unstuck further on down the line. And in fact, what Tony Robbins said in his book is that of 203 studied actively managed funds, so these are funds where stock pickers, basically fund managers picking the stocks that go in them, apparently only eight of them beat the stock market at the time, the S&P 500. So that's less than 4% success. That means 96% of the people that were just picking stocks to go into these funds were not successful. 
So if it's not, if it doesn't work for the experts, then how can we think it's going to work for us? So don't try and pick and don't try and guess. Rule number three is diversify and simplify. So have money in different types of investments. So make sure that you've got some in bonds, property, gold, that kind of thing. Um, Use index funds because it means that you're covering a lot of companies for your money and you're covering um, a lot of different sectors. And make sure that you're putting money in different markets across the world to take advantage of the different types of currencies that are available. And then to simplify, you just drip money in over time and that gives you something called pound cost averaging, where you're literally buying a set number of stocks each month. And some months you'll be able to buy more and some months you'll be able to buy a little bit less and it will average out over time. Rule number four is consider your situation. What kind of person are you? Are you a warrior or are you cool headed? How far off retirement are you? Are you really close to retirement or have you got years and years and years? Depending on your situation will determine whether or not you should be 100% in stocks and shares or whether or not you should have another, you know, have more bonds in there or more cash in, involved because you you don't want things to be really, really volatile. So you don't want these big swings up and down right before you're due to retire. Also, if you're a warrior, it's not good for your mental health. Don't do it. So rule number four, consider your situation very carefully. And then rule number five is ignore what is going on around you in the news. You know, news reporters love a bit of drama, don't they? They it sells papers, it gets them watching the programmes. It's pointless for our purposes. You you really just want to ignore what's going on and just keep dripping your money in bit by bit, knowing full well that any market crashes are going to recover. So I hope that that was really useful for you. If you want some additional reading, I recommend The Simple Path to Wealth by J.L. Collins, Your Money or Your Life by Vicky Robin, and Unshakable by Tony Robbins. And that concludes my latest 10-minute takeaway. If you have any questions, feel free to send me an email or come over into my free Facebook group. So take care, stay safe, and I will speak to you soon. Bye. And that's it. That's 10 minutes done. So I hope you enjoyed the episode and you gained something from it. If you have any ideas for topics or you want to make any comments, then feel free to email me info at thefemalemoneydoctor.com. Or if you really want to, which would be awesome, come and find me in my free private Facebook group on Facebook so we can um, carry on the conversation. Um, Just when you're looking for the group, just type in the female money doctor and you should be able to find me any problems, let me know by email. Take care. Have a good day.